0: Welcome to Overreaction Tuesday. Now that all of the NFL games are over for the week, uh, everyone can officially overreact to either their team doing really well, and everyone thinking their team is Super Bowl bound, or thinking that their team now is the proud owner of Caleb Williams. Kate and I are here to break down all of the games and take you through all of the craziness that was week one of the NFL season. Welcome to KNA football. <laughs> right Caden how was it how was it being back having the NFL season back
1: dude I mean I know you probably feel the same way but it was good my team I mean obviously we're going to get to all the games of course but it wasn't the result exactly I was hoping for but you know what I can't complain football season's back and me I was I just took a second during the games and I sat there and I was like dude and I was like it has been like what six seven months since The Super Bowl and then we're finally back finally to the point where every single Sunday I'll be sitting on my couch or pacing my living room watching the games and nothing nothing beats that so Just so pumped that it's finally back. Yeah, absolutely
0: All right, so I guess we'll just uh, jump straight in Uh, I'm not gonna beat around the bush here We have a lot to talk about and we don't want to be here for four hours while we break everything down. So Going back to last Thursday, the Lions were in Arrowhead playing the Chiefs. Um Travis Kelsey was hurt for that game. He hyperextended his knee, I believe. And so he didn't play. And um, turns out that Mahomes without Kelsey <laughs> is a little bit a little bit worse than everyone anticipated, actually. Yeah.
1: I mean Mahomes he didn't play like the greatest quarterback of all time. But to be fair, I don't I don't put that loss on him in any aspect. If you watch the either. game, you saw that the Chiefs lost by, what was it, 20 to 21 was the final score? Yep. And, uh, I mean, the Chiefs receivers, man, were dropping every single pass. Travis Kelsey is clearly, like, if Kelsey's not there, it's an issue because Kadarius Tony may be the worst wide receiver game ever. Yeah. Uh, he had, he had, a dropped pass that turned into a pick six he had another drop pass on a third down just a little crossing route he had another dropped pass where he got hit so it was I'll give him a little bit of uh, leeway on that one he didn't get hit but then towards the very end of the game they were down by one all they needed to do was go get in field goal range Mahomes Holmes threw a bomb to him nobody was near him it had been an easy catch already in field goal range with the chance to go score a touchdown just drops the ball I mean right there that's just that's just one player uh, Sky Moore had many drops. The Chiefs receivers were dropping every single pass. It was, I mean, normally if you think, oh, you got Mahomes, you're fine. But even Mahomes couldn't overcome that poor of receivers.
0: Yeah. And like you said, receivers were bad. And, you know, we make jokes all the time. Like, you know, Mahomes can throw to Walmart receivers, Walmart employees as receivers, and he'll be fine. And mm-hmm. I honestly think he may have been better suited with Walmart employees, but um, this like you said, receivers just could not catch the ball for anything. Um, but on the other side of the ball, the Lions. I mean, they didn't really take full advantage of that. You know, they did. They did walk away with the win, which is the result they wanted. Um, Dan Campbell setting the tone early. A very early drive. He goes for it on their own 17-yard line. Dude, that's nuts. Fakes a punt on his own 17. Uh, Very clear that Dan Campbell wasn't lying when he said, you know, you can knock us down, but we're going to bite your knees on the way back up, and then you'll knock us down again, and we'll bite your knees on the way back up. It's like, we're going to get up as many times as we need to, and on the way, we're going to hurt you a little bit. They're just going to play scrappy football. That just kind of seems like a Dan Campbell kind of thing. Um unfortunately for all of us who drafted Jameer Gibbs in fantasy this year, thinking that the Lions were going to utilize him in quote, ways no one saw coming, end quote. Um, that meant that he was sitting on the bench for the entire game. <laughs> like it didn't end up mattering. They won, whatever, like you can't complain too much. But it is a little disappointing for those of us who put some chips on him.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he's a rookie running back in his first game. I don't think it's a a sign of things to come. I think they're just going to ease him into it, kind of similar to what the Falcons sort of did with Bijan. I think they're just going to ease the rookies in. Me, if I have Jameer Gibbs on my fantasy team, I'm not worried about it. I think he'll be fine. And when he did touch the ball, he did really good things with it.
0: Yeah. Didn't touch the ball that much. Still walked away with eight fantasy points. Can't complain that much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though I just would have liked to see a little bit more. But... That's neither here nor there. Lions end up walking away with the victory in Arrowhead. Big win for them. Uh, and the Chiefs are like, yeah. Out hopefully Kelsey will do. If Kelsey can't stay healthy.
1: Yeah. Hopefully Kelsey will be back and healthy for the remainder of the season. Or else the Chiefs could start to get in a little bit of danger because clearly we saw their, I guess number one and number two and number three. All their receivers are just clearly not it. We made the joke like you said about Walmart employees. I think these were Target employees and that's why they were dropping all the passes. Walmart, they might have been able to scrap a few catches for some touchdowns, but
0: for sure. For sure, for sure. All right. <laughs> let's move on to Sunday slate, one o'clock games. And I believe we're starting off with your team Caden. So why don't you go ahead and walk us through them?
1: Yep. So the Panthers and Falcons, Bryce Young's first NFL game, his first uh regular season game Panthers lost this one 24 to 10, but the score looks a lot worse than it was for majority of the game. This was a tie game, seven, seven, 10, 10. And then late in the third quarter, the Falcons took a 17, 10 lead. And then in the fourth quarter, the Panthers kind of just fell apart. Falcons go and scored again. I mean, so the, the Panthers kind of dominated this game for a majority of the game. I mean, the thing that kills them in this game was their turnovers. Bryce Young had two interceptions. Miles Sanders had a fumble but aside from that they were moving the ball up and down the field uh bryce Allen was playing really good aside from those two interceptions i mean he's a rookie quarterback look last week on the pickums i obviously picked the panthers they're my team looking back like i gotta remove my bias right like if you act- mm-hmm. actually asked me i'm not i wasn't going in this game confident that a rookie quarterback in his first nfl start on the road against the division team was going to go win it just wasn't going to happen why did i pick it well because i was a little bit biased and i wasn't going to pick the falcons in week one but going into it i really didn't think bryce young would go do it in his first start and i wasn't very uh surprised like i wasn't upset by the performance either a lot of the media is like oh bryce young played terrible okay aside from those two interceptions to jesse bates who's a very good safety for the falcons Aside from those two interceptions, he played fine in Miles Sanders' fumble. You're not normally going to have three turnovers in the game. If you eliminate those three turnovers, uh, I mean, the Falcons had 17 points off turnovers. If you eliminate that, the Panthers win this game. So ultimately, I'm not very worried. I'm excited for the season. I think, obviously, Bryce Allen's just going to get better as the season goes on, and I'm not too worried. The defense played great, and Desmond Ritter is still terrible.
0: I'm gonna take your word for all of that because uh, at the same time the Panthers game was going on, I was obviously watching the Browns, <laughs> so did not catch much of the Panthers game other than the occasional uh, snip from the other game. As you know, you were to see Bijan running all over. Uh, yeah, Bijan. Panthers defense. Bijan does look very good.
1: The Falcons offense is purely running. It Algier yeah. kind of surprised people. Algier got a lot of carries, and Bijan got a lot of carries. So the two of them are a dominant backfield, and that's going to be the Falcons' sole offense. Uh, Drake London didn't have a single catch in this game. Kyle Pitts had one. So Desmond Ritter is still not the answer for Falcons, but if they can just run their way to victory every week, they will. As long as he, can, it, hand, as long as he can hand the ball off. That's mm-hmm. all they need. Mm-hmm. So Falcons move on to 1-0, and and if they can just keep running it, they can... They can win some games because they don't need to throw if they just have that dominant backfield.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll trust you, and I hope that Bryce <laughs> does a little bit better because, uh, you know, I do have him in one of my fantasy in in the dynasty league. So hopefully, he can pull it together a little bit, score more than seven points for me. All right, let's head over to my Cleveland Browns. Oh boy. Am I excited about this one, Caden? The Browns have not won a home opener since 2004. My entire lifetime, the Browns have not won a home opener. It's incredible. And then, week one, Bengals. Been to the AFC Championship game last year. Won the AFC Championship game the, game, the year before. Come into Cleveland and we kind of killed him. I'm not going to lie. Not going to sugarcoat it. We won by 21 points. It was 24 to three. The defense was so incredibly good. It's not even funny. Like, remove Joe Woods from that equation in our defense is fantastic. T. Higgins had zero catches the entire game. Jamar chased it next to nothing. Their running game was nothing. Joe Burrow could not pass the ball for anything. Um so fantastic our offense yeah deshaun watson struggled a little bit he had flashes of his old form um hot looked great escaping pressure was awesome uh you can say what you want about his throwing a lot of people are saying deshaun Watson the biggest thief ever you know he looks so bad but i feel like that's just not the case like everyone's saying joe burrow is you know really great no one is having any complaint i mean People are making fun of Joe Burrow as well, but they're making fun of Joe Burrow because he played awful. You know, he threw for like 85 yards. I think it was like maybe 82 yards. Awful. There was a lot of inclement weather in Cleveland on Sunday. Rain, weather, definitely played a factor in all of that. So I'm not worried about Deshaun Watson's throwing, despite what you might hear from NFL media and from NFL fans. Not worried about it. Our rushing game is still awesome. We don't need Kareem Hunt. Turns out, uh, Jerome Ford, he's just great. He's a great backup to Nick Chubb. It's fantastic. He's literally just another version of Nick Chubb. It's amazing. Um, really, really excited for the season. And this week, we go in. We're gonna play the Steelers. And I mean, we'll talk about them in a minute. But man, knock on wood. Like, I don't trust anything the Browns do until the clock hits zero 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 zero. Don't trust a thing. There were still four seconds left on that clock, and I was like, do not count this game as a win yet. The Bengals could still score three touchdowns in four seconds, not putting it past them. So not going to put anything past them, but we have a real chance to go 2-0, and it's super, super exciting for the first time in, like, ever to have, like, a good team that you're like, we could actually win games, guys. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I talked for a long time about one team. No, it's all right. I mean, I
1: did the same thing. I mean, their defense did look scary good. We do have to remember we both brought it up uh like you said first of all they were playing in monsoon but also the Bengals have started slow each of joe burrow's seasons which is very odd i don't know what what's up with that i don't know if joe burrow's like oh i'm joe burrow i can just take the first three weeks of the year off maybe that's what he does but that's what he's tended to do but regardless first of all that's concerning for the Bengals that they're always going to start slow but also concerning that he's going to play that bad after getting that big of a contract but the browns did look really good and I mean,
0: yeah, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Yeah. One of the most, I mean, sorry, I'm going to just for a brief 30 seconds. Our secondary was great. But what I'm most excited about is that defensive line. They are just switching guys around. Miles Garrett isn't just playing on one side. He's, you know, he's moved to the middle. He's moved to the left side. He's moved to the right side. They're they're just switching everyone around. just just like, you have no idea where we're going to put our guys. We're just going gonna to throw everything we have at you, including the kitchen sink. Jim Schwartz, defensive genius. So excited. Defense is fun again, guys. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Next game.
1: Next game we got up here. No, no, no. I think the next game we got is Jaguars Colts. So, Jaguars won this game 31 to 10 or 30, 31 to 21. Uh, Anthony Richardson's first game. Obviously, everyone's hyping up the Jags this year, and the Jags played really good uh Anthony Richardson what oh i just got, i just got word that Austin's gone that's all right um so yeah Anthony Richardson in his first game he ended up playing solid ish he he ran the ball a ton which is literally all he's known for for college all he's known for in like that's all anthony richardson is is known for and was good at in college and anytime he's played football is running he can't really pass the ball he has a strong arm but he can't throw the ball he just runs and that was the story yesterday he did throw a screen pass to michael pittman to which michael pittman just took the screen like 45 yards for a touchdown and everyone was flipping out saying anthony richardson is amazing he had an incredible passing touchdown no he threw a screen pass in Pittman did the rest. Anthony Richardson just ran all day. He did fine at running, but that's not what you want a quarterback to do, is just run. You need him to pass. And everyone's acting like he had the greatest game of all time, passing the ball. Um towards the end of the game, he did actually get hurt. He's gonna be okay. It wasn't too severe of an injury, but that right there just shows how much he runs. If it's your first ever NFL game and you're already getting hurt like that, that's very concerning. You're taking too many hits as a big running quarterback. Cam Newton was a big running quarterback, and his career only lasted six, seven years because of how many hits he took. And Anthony Richardson's already taken a lot more hits than Cam took, and it was his first game. He played fine. I think he's going to be an all-right quarterback. If he learns how to throw like very accurately and precisely, he can be an elite quarterback. But I'm not overreacting like the media, and I think Austin kind of agrees with me that he – his passing was a little eh, and it's getting over overlooked because of his rushing and everyone's like, oh my goodness, the Colts scored 21 points. Anthony Richardson's the real deal. It's still too early to tell for any of these quarterbacks, the rookies, the, the, uh, the new quarterbacks on new teams. It's too early to tell. It's only been week one, but he did good running. We all know he's good at that, but we still have to see more for his passing before we go on and crown him as this great thing. But the Jaguars, on the other hand, looked really good. Calvin Ridley had a touchdown, almost had another long touchdown. He looks like he hasn't lost a step from when he was in Atlanta. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looks great. The defense looks all right. And Travis Etienne, who some people were kind of low on, I was pretty low on going into the year, had a great game. And he looks like if he plays like that all year, he's going to be an incredible running back and the Jags are going to be a good team.
0: One o'clock's late and I don't have red zone working on it guys. Um but this game was a lot closer than I had anticipated. I mean when Kaden and I talked through like, you know, Jags are gonna blow him out of the water. We don't think the Colts are all that great. Um but it made it a game. Uh Anthony Richardson did play well enough um for fantasy purposes, kinda looking like a last year Justin Fields kind of pick where it's like, yeah, his throwing might not quite be there but his rushing upsides gets you a lot of points in fantasy might have to worry about interceptions, hurting the points, but if he's scoring 25 points a game, does it really matter? You're going to outscore most quarterbacks. So just keep that in the yeah, back I of your love head that for
1: waivers. You were just, you were just booted from the call. And uh, so you heard none of what I was saying about Richardson. And that is exactly what I was saying. So, and i said, Austin agrees with me. I... Yep, we really confirmed what I said. I, that just proves, man, we're just, we're just, you know, we're,
0: just, we're, we're on that, you know what I'm saying?
1: On. Same wavelength. Look at that. On. But Jaguars move on to 1 and 0 while the Colts fall to 0 mm-hmm. and 1. the next yeah. game we got was kind of a shocker. We got the Bucks beating the Vikings 20 to 17.
0: Yeah. Definitely very very surprising. Um like we both said like yeah, Vikings might not be great this year. Um they You know, barely squeaked out a lot of one-score games last year. Um, This year, not starting off very hot, they go ahead and lose a one-score game instead of win it like last year. Um, But let's be honest here, guys. Baker Mayfield did pretty good. Mm. 41 for 34, 173 yards, two touchdowns. It's not the worst game he's ever had. It's not, because he's had some pretty pretty bad games. He's had some bad games. Not the worst game he's ever had. Not the best you could have done, but it was enough to win, okay? They only rushed for 73 yards, okay? Everything was through the air there. Um, but I think the biggest story to this game is the fact that somehow Kirk Cousins had 344 yards passing and they still managed to lose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I kind of... I mean, I kind of disagree with you a little bit
1: on the fact that the Bucks played well. Uh, played their well defense played... They, they, they did. They, I think the, the Vikings really lost this game for themselves. Kirk Cousins had two fumbles and an interception thrown. That's terrible. And the, yeah. the, the Bucks had three yards per play on offense. That is terrible. And they won the game. Like Kirk Cousins would fumble the ball, and the Bucks would be, get it right there already in field goal range, and they'd either just kick their field goal or they'd only need like 10 yards for a touchdown. I was not impressed by the Bucks offense, at least. I was not impressed by the Vikings offense by any means. Kirk Cousins like played terrible. Two fumbles and an interception, like we said. It's pretty rough. And now yeah. he goes into a Thursday night primetime game, and we all know how Kirk Cousins says on primetime. Expect eight fumbles uh, Thursday night. But, um, yeah, I don't really know what to make about it. We and you both said that the Vikings were going to take a step back compared to last year. They can't really re- repeat their 11-0 and uh record in one score games and how they're own one in one score games so clearly last year was it's, it's very hard to do that in the shows as they lost their first one this year we think the bucks are going to be really bad i don't think this really changes my idea of the Bucks. i still think they're going to be one of the bottom teams in the league it's week yeah. one yeah i mean the bears won week one last year against the 49ers went on to have the first overall pick so this doesn't really change my opinion of the Bucs. Yeah, like I mean, I said, it does make me even a little lower thing. on the bike. Yeah, That's, especially week one. I mean, you're always going to overreact the days after the after all the games. You're like, oh, my goodness, every single possible outcome. Every mm-hmm. This team's going to the Super Bowl. This team's getting the first pick, especially week one. Then it's just heightened even more because nobody knows anything in week one. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So the next game we got here is going to be the Titans and the Saints. The Saints won 16 to 15. Now you're thinking, man, how did the Titans get 15 points? They got five field goals. Ryan Tannehill was terrible. He decided that he doesn't want to throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins and all his receivers. He wants to throw the ball to the Saints players. He had so many interceptions. He had so many incompletions. Derrick Henry didn't have a great game. It was a very boring game. It was a tight game, so the ending was hype. But for three-fourths of the game, it was very lame. And the Saints ended up squeaking it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you have two bad teams that play each other. I mean, it's like, uh, this game's not quite as bad, but if you remember last year, I believe it was a Thursday night game. The Broncos <laughs> played say. the Colts. Yeah, yeah. Broncos played the Colts, mm-hmm. and it was just like field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, went to overtime, one off a field goal. It was just boring. I mean, when you have two bad teams that play each other, you don't get, you know, Really exciting games. You don't get these high-scoring games. You don't get, uh you know, like Bills-Vikings or something, where it's like two high-powered offenses who will come out on top. It, no, it's like it's just boring. Like you said, Ryan with three interceptions. It's just not. It's not going to win you games. They got really close somehow, but it's just not going to win you games.
1: Mm-hmm. Which me as a fan saying, you know, this kind of encourages me because the Titans, like you said three interceptions from Tannehill and the saints only won by one point. Mm -hmm. And this is one Michael, Michael Thomas had a good game, but he's only going to be healthy for like two more games. And then he's done for the next four (laughs) years. So it's true. I mean, take the win, saints, but barely beat it. Winning by one, when they're throwing three picks, you can't win games when you turn the ball over more than twice shows. You can see it in the Panthers game. You can see it in the Vikings game. You can see it in the Titans game, but the Titans only lost by one point. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. But for any of you who listen to us for fantasy advice, Chris Olave, eight reception, 112 yards. Not too shabby. Keep that in mind, guys. No touchdowns, though, but a lot of receptions. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the next game we got? on? Next game, next
1: game is 49ers at Steelers. Now, nice. if you turn it into this game, if you were a little late to one o'clock, you know, I don't know, first of all, what you're doing, I uh, know what obligations you would have to make sure you're not home at one on opening Sunday. First of all, get your priorities straight. Absolutely. But um, yeah, if you weren't at home for one and you go home and maybe you flick on red zone or something, or you turn on the Browns game or something, or like you only have one game, whatever you're watching your game. You're like, ah, I'm going to check the scores. It's been five minutes. I wonder if somebody's close to the red zone. Mm-hmm. And then you look and you're like, the uh, 49ers are already up 14, nothing. And you're like, or it's 10 nothing or whatever they were. And it's like, huh. Yeah, the uh, 49ers went straight down the field, scored, picked off Purdy, scored a field goal or a touchdown. They dominated from start to finish, and it was
0: pretty ugly. Yeah. Not the Steelers' best work. But hopefully that says more about the Steelers than it does the 49ers because they're in my division. But... I feel like that's probably not the case i feel like it just shows like 30 to 7 is just ridiculous like even if the steelers if it were to be like one thing it's like the steelers are bad okay you're not going to win 30 to 7. you know it's like even if you have a mediocre team playing a really bad team they're not going to score 30 points on them i think it just shows some kind of the dominance of the 49ers and this is a lot of headlines you'll see this everywhere in nfl circles this is kind of a make-or-break year for the 49ers. They have a real salary issue next year and the year after mm-hmm. and the year after. Like They they have such big-name players on defense, on offense, on all sides of the ball, and they can't afford to keep them past this year. So they, it's just not sustainable. So if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, they're probably not going to be as good as they are next year. Um, so, Caden, I do have a question for you, though. Okay. I feel like you're – you can probably figure out what this is gonna be. This is a great game from Brock Purdy. What are you gonna have what is he gonna to have to do for you to be a believer in Brock? You know,
1: that's that's fair. You know, I like you like if you didn't know, if you didn't listen to the last couple of episodes, I don't believe in Brock Purdy. I don't think he's the greatest quarterback. I think he's really a product of literally the most stacked offense we have ever seen. Great O line one of the best running backs in the league, two great receivers, great tight end. I mean, Brock pretty surrounded and set up for success. That That's kind of a hard question. I really don't. I don't know if there's something that he could do to make me all of a sudden be like, all right, this guy's the real deal. I mean, I was impressed. I was not expecting that performance on Sunday. Like I was impressed. I was like, okay, Purdy looks really good. I'm still not completely sold on him, but he looks really good. I don't know if it's going to have to take like an injury. To a few of his star players and yet he's or like some of the receivers would go down and he doesn't have as much to work with and he's still getting these great results and then i would start to be like okay maybe the 49ers actually found the next like quote unquote tom brady in the seventh round and he's actually great but until then i think he's still a product of those around him he did surprise me he i think i mean he Proved better than how I thought. He played really well, but that's a good question.
0: All right, well, you know, next week when he, he goes, ahead and goes ahead and drops 50, drops 50. and has a 500-yard yard day, day. We'll, say, all right, we'll say,
1: all right,
0: he's the real deal. He's the
1: real
0: deal. Trust it'll happen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what we have next? My list's all out of whack.
1: Yeah, clearly. I was a little surprised when you said the first thing. Uh, The next game we got is the Cardinals and the Commanders. A little bit of a weird game. Obviously, if you follow football, you know the Cardinals are terrible. And you know that they're like the worst team supposed to Yeah. and Which he might not. Which there's a chance he says, no, I don't want to go to the Cardinals. Mm -hmm.
0: But because they're that bad, and right like-minded, root for them.
1: Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, okay, everyone obviously knows the commanders are going to crush them. It's Sam Howell's uh, first game of the season, and Sam Howell's going to have a breakout season. Some people were saying, totally not me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but what happened in this game, Austin? Could not tell you. I was driving. Home. Oh, 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 really? Yep. <laughs> All right, I'll answer then. This game was at one. What are you talking about? Oh, that's true. Again, Browns game. Oh right, Austin needs to buy some red zone. Maybe we need I to do. pitch in and get him. It's only like fifty. So it's not know, that it's expensive. Not
0: that I should, I should really do it. But you I, was, do it. I was a little busy this weekend. I went home this weekend, and uh, you did. I was a little bit busy. I, I got one game to catch, and then I had to hit the road. So,
1: but you know what, the Browns don't play on Sunday. So that opens up red zone. Perfect. Very, very true. But, so since you didn't watch it, whatever, uh, the Cardinals, <laughs> you know, obviously going into this game with Josh Dobbs, and it was 0-0 for a little bit. Uh, then Washington goes down and scores a touchdown, and then the Cardinals kick some field goals, and it's kind of just kind of boring like 7-6. to six. But then there's a strip sack on Sam Howell. Cardinals pick it up and score a touchdown. They take the lead and the cardinals were getting hype on the sideline like you'd have thought like they're winning the super bowl or something like like they just took the lead in the super bowl because they are going crazy and the announcers are even like wow this cardinals team is actually going crazy for a week one game and then the the his like partner or whatever was like yeah there you go i mean they've heard all this stuff they've heard the yeah the cardinals are tanking yeah they're shooing to go get caleb williams and so obviously you're if you're a player on that team you don't want to hear that you don't want to hear that you suck I mean obviously you probably know yeah we suck but you don't want to hear that yourself you don't want to be like bro what like i'm out here i worked my butt off to get here to get here this is my dream and now you're saying oh yeah we're just tanking and we're trying to get this first pick and so they're going to go out and try to prove the world wrong and for the first half first three quarters of this game that's what they were doing they were looking a lot better than the 49 or the 49ers goodness um the Man, commanders or the washington team. yeah football team um like it was a little concerning all of a sudden i was like dude are they gonna lose this game Car- uh washington ends up coming back and taking the lead the cardinals had a shot at the end but couldn't couldn't pull it off in the last drive if washington played any other team they would have gotten walloped. Fair. i mean i don't know if it's e- it's either one of two things i feel like this is a storyline for a lot of games especially week one. Either the Cardinals are a lot better than we thought, which I think is unlikely, or Washington is a lot worse than we thought, which I think is the more likely option. So we're just going to pay attention to that in the next couple of weeks and see which one it looks like. But uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a little concern. If I was a Washington fan, ooh,
0: Put in I am not
1: feeling good. Hey.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. Put Jacoby in, start Jacoby. Not biased whatsoever. No bias. All right, what do we have next?
1: The next game we guys, the Texans and the Ravens. The Ravens right. won twenty five to nine in CJ Stroud's first start.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of you guys saw, but CJ Stroud's first pass in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh he throws, gets tipped, I guess technically blocked, by a defensive lineman, and then CJ Stroud catches his own pass for like a three-yard gain, if that, rather than, like, two, but pretty great way to start off your career. Your first completion is to yourself. Pretty awesome. And, despite the fact that they lost, which they did lose, 9 to twenty, nine 9 to 25, not great. CJ Stroud went 28 for 44, not bad, and 242 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions, but still, 242 yards, 28 passes completed out of 40, 40, 44 attempts. Goodness, I can't say that. Not terrible. Yeah, yeah, he has he has some work to do. Yeah, not elite. He is a rookie. But still, that's not a terrible start. I mean, no offense. is a little bit better than Bryce Young on arguably a worse team. Mm. So yeah. take that for what you will. I personally
1: wasn't very impressed with CJ Stroud. I think of those stats are kind of inflated from the fourth quarter when the game was already out of hand and they were just giving up chunk plays. I think he looked very unimpressive. I think he, he looked very underwhelming, kind of like I had expected him to going into the game. But, uh, you know, the last quarterback to catch his first NFL pass was Brett Favre. And Brett Favre ended up having a pretty decent career so there's that but um on that. yeah cj Stroud's is an Brett far if you heard it here first um <laughs> but i think one of the big storylines from this game is super sad I, it's it's actually horrible but jk dobbins he's yeah all of his career he's been battling injuries and last season he got hurt in week what early in the season or something missed a huge like the whole season and it was like, man he's so good if he could just stay on the field and they're like praying for a quick recovery and he's able to come back and be better than ever he comes back he starts the game scores a touchdown and looks dominant he was looking like the ohio state jk dobbins he was playing phenomenal and then i didn't even see him go out all of a sudden i just heard the announcer saying like oh uh there's uh dobbins out of the game dobbins is hurt and i was like oh crap and then later i got a notification on my phone and it says jk dobbins has officially torn his Achilles, which is a terrible injury for any position, especially a running back, especially one who's been coming off so many injuries. And quite frankly, this is probably the end of J.K. Dobbins' career. I highly doubt he ever plays football again.
0: Yeah, it's so unfortunate because like you said, he's had so many injuries and he seems to come back just as good every single time. But there's only so many that you can sustain and come back from. Let's be real here and that one is a career ender if i've ever seen one so very unfortunate and he's so young he's i mean what it was only like he was only drafted maybe 4 years ago mm-hmm. um so it's just really really unfortunate um ohio state produces pretty good running backs but it's just unfortunate that he couldn't uh live up to his expectations like you said probably the end of his career there so electric, but whatever. Ravens will be fine without him. Lamar Jackson will take away his touches regardless.
1: Zay Flowers did look really, really good as a rookie receiver. I was very impressed with him. I am glad I had him on my fantasy team, and he looked sure he looked great. Oh, wait, actually. Yeah. I just got a notification. I don't know. Do you remember, like, um, it had been like three or four years ago, do you remember Tariq Cohen, the Bears running back? It does not ring a bell, no. He was super short. He's like maybe five five. He's maybe. He's tiny dude. And he had a really bad Achilles injury and everyone said his career was over. He hasn't played in two years. He just signed with the Panthers. So maybe JK Dobbins can make a comeback like that in a couple of years, all of a sudden we see him playing again.
0: Maybe. Pulling for it. Hoping for
1: it. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next game on the list is the first of the four o'clock games. And it was a little depressing to watch. The Packers and the Bears. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is gone. And the Bears are thinking, all right, the bad man is gone. It's finally our time. Jordan Love, he's a bum. Justin Fields, he's going to make the MVP leap. He's got DJ Moore now. No. It was over from the start.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like the start of the game wasn't the worst in the world um like it started off pretty strong first quarter green bay outscores them seven to three still very manageable second quarter uh they split it was three three so you know green bay is only up ten to six at halftime then after that it just gets out of hand the bears completely lose hold of it and um I don't want to be the one to say it. So I'll let you be the one to say it.
1: Mm-mm. I know what you're going to make me say, because I talked to you on the phone after yep. the game. Um, yeah. You know, we talked on the phone. And it's, it's only week one, so I'm not going to overreact about it. But everyone who listens, who's ever listened to an episode of the podcast knows we are huge Justin Fields fans and huge Justin Fields supporters. But at some point, it's time to eventually, if this goes on for many more weeks, I say if we get to week four and this, and no results have changed, it's going to be time to start having the talk of, is Justin Fields just terrible? Because they have good receivers. They have a pretty bad defense, but they have a, I mean, he's got all the talent in the world, but yet they just are terrible. I mean, he threw a pick six in this game. He was taking a lot of sacks, he wasn't throwing the ball away. He I mean, man, I really hope that's not the case because Fields is so fun to watch, but it it didn't look good.
0: Yeah. I feel like what often happens with running quarterbacks, not not dual threat quarterbacks. I'm talking running quarterbacks. You know, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields probably will be. Richardson, if he can, you know, get a couple years in the league is that like dual threat quarterbacks or just mobile quarterbacks, like Aaron Rodgers, right? Those guys run to throw. They run into space so they can throw the ball. Uh, Mahomes, right? Justin Fields seems like he wants to play hero all the time. And so Mm -hmm. he runs to run. The read is, if the first read isn't there, if he goes into his second read and it's not quite there, he's just going to run the ball. And so he never really gets those in-game throws to really get comfortable doing it. And when you try to play Superman all the time, eventually it's going to catch up with you. You can't always run. The defense knows that, okay, all we have to do is stop his first read from being there. He's going to run. And we're going to stop him eventually. And then when you throw an interception or just don't get good throws off, it's going to incentivize you to just want to run more in pass lives because, well, your running's there, but your throwing's not. So if you can just calm down, you know, don't try to be Superman. Don't try to be everything all at once. You know, do what you have to do. If that means run into space and throw, do that. If it means throw the ball away, don't try to make a Mahomes play every play. You know, those are highlight plays for a reason because they don't happen all the time. So if he can just Mm -hmm. slow down, calm down a little bit, he might be okay. But if he continues on this path, not looking great, and it's looking like maybe the Bears should have moved on if Justin Fields can't produce this season. Mm
1: -hmm. But then on the other side of the field, the Packers looked really good. I mean, they didn't even have Christian Watson, and Jordan Love was dealing. He was stepping up, making great throws. Romeo Dobbs had a touchdown. Aaron Jones had two touchdowns. Their defense looked good. I mean, I don't want to overreact. Like like every single game, it's week one. We've said that a million times. Mm-hmm. But he looks good. I mean, he looks like the Packers
0: don't look any different from Rodgers to him. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. Said it a thousand times. And by proxy, it makes me a little bit of a Green Bay fan. Okay, you like you can't like Aaron Rodgers and then not be a little bit of a Green Bay fan. So I do pull for them to do well, you know? And I think it would be awesome if they go three for three on quarterbacks. I'm sorry for everyone who would be upset by that. Um, you know, my team, the Browns, we don't have a great history of quarterbacks. Let's be real here, okay? Deshaun Watson was our 19th week one quarterback since 2000. So like, we don't have great luck. But the Packers are going to go three for three on quarterbacks. Go far. Has a great career. Draft Rodgers. Have a great career. Draft love, and then he has a great career. I'm all for it. I I pull for him to do well. Yep. Yeah. Big game for both of them. So, just got word that Caden is gone, so while they're trying to fix that, I'm going to do my best to work my way through the Raiders-Broncos, another game which I did not see and only heard about secondhand from Caden, so I'm going to speak to you from the stats, yeah, so, oh my thing just turned off, okay, there we go, I don't know why that happened, okay, so let's run through the stats here, overall, here's what happened. Raiders somehow won 17-16. to 16. Not entirely certain how that happened. Jimmy G was 20 for 26, 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Josh Jacobs, mid-game, only 48 yards rushing. And um, Jacoby Myers was the leading receiver on the Raiders, had nine receptions for 81 yards. Over on the Broncos' side, Russell Wilson went... 27 for 34, 177 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, they also did not have a really great day rushing the ball. And uh, never heard of this guy in my life. But he, their leading receiver, only had 37 yards. But they had, oh my gosh, they had so many people receiving. That is kind of ridiculous. I think they had their, ent- they had like their entire. Uh, First-string guys, they had their second-string guys. They had all the way down to the practice squad guys receiving balls. Wow, that is a lot of people. If you have time, go look at their receiving people. That's incredible. But overall, Broncos country was not. Oh, they opened the game on an onside kick? I just got word. That's kind of fun. I didn't know that. Very Sean Payton-esque. I don't know if you guys really were fans of football back in the day, but I believe it was 2010 was the year of the Super Bowl 2009 season that Sean Payton started the second half of the Super Bowl by having an onside kick against the Colts which they recovered um so not out of the realm of possibility for Sean Payton to go ahead and open a game week 1 game with an onside kick that's pretty awesome but uh 17 to 16 Raiders win and Kaden and I both had picked them to be the worst in the division and not to spoil the Chargers game for you all if you didn't see it, but the Raiders are currently winning the AFC West at 1-0, and so just keep that in the back of your heads. Broncos country is not riding. Is Caden back yet? I, can't I am back. Games. I'm back, back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. All right. Perfect. Caden, did they miss anything big, or should we move on to the Dolphins Chargers? No, I think we're good. Okay, perfect.
1: No, Dolphins Chargers is... Is Dolphins uh, Chargers next? No, but we can do it next. That's fine. All Dolphins right, we'll and do Chargers, right. like you said. Good job on the uh, on the fill in recap, by the way. Um yeah, do the
0: best
1: I can. <laughs> Dolphins and Chargers was we said it was gonna be one of the better games of the week. And it was. It was a shootout. Did there were so many points. First drive, Dolphins go right down the field, get to the red zone, and then fumble. And then it was just points, 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 points. Tyree Hill, His nickname is the Cheetah turns out he is an actual cheetah like he's seriously impossible to guard i mean he had what 260 how many receiving yards did he have
0: 260 or something like 250, that 250 215 receiving yards on only 11 receptions absolutely crazy i mean he had the game winning or he had a
1: touchdown to uh take the lead at about like 40 something seconds remaining or a minute or so remaining and then uh the Dolphins' defense got a few sacks on Herbert and ended up uh, winning the game. But man, all of the Tua hate, all the haters had to shut up this game
0: because Tua was lights out throwing the ball. Yeah. Dude, 466 yards is no joke. He is comfortably in the lead for a passing leader right now. Well, again, mm-hmm. only week one, but Almost 500 yards passing in one week. Normally, takes guys three, maybe four weeks to get there.
1: Ridiculous. Yeah, he 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 played great, and I mean the Chargers' defense, as many great playmakers as they have, has it's always struggled lately, and they look really bad. Their Chargers' defense struggles. So poor Herbert, if he wants to win games this year, he's gonna have to play in a lot of shootouts, which is great. It's a lot of fun to watch for the fans, but. You know, it'd be more beneficial if he just had a good defense to rely on. It,
0: it's the Chargers' fan singular.
1: Nah. Did you and see? Fan did it you it, see too. that they had robotic fans in the stands?
0: I did. Absolutely crazy!
1: Like they have that many more fans.
0: First off, no thanks. Second off, it says a lot about the Chargers. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks on that.
1: Oh yeah, it was it was scary. It was a little weird. Though. If I was going, I sat yeah. down and the dude I look over and the dude next to me has like computers coming out of his head. Dude, like that would scare the crap out of me.
0: <laughs> but. Um, but congratulations, slow clap for anyone who drafted Tyreek Hill in fantasy. You, if you did not win this week, I don't know. What you did wrong? You must have drafted terribly. Everything else, like rounds two through the rest of it, must have just been <laughs> awful for you because he scored forty-four fantasy points this week. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think it's forty-four. Yeah,
1: like forty-something, forty-six, maybe. Absolutely
0: ridiculous. Yeah, it was if great. If this continues, if this continue, he's on. Okay, I saw this thing. Right, Tiger Hill said, "I'm going for two thousand yards this year." Again. This pace is not maintainable. It's, yeah, it's not sustainable currently, at any point. Currently, he's on pace for way closer to 3,000. Again, <laughs> not it's not a sustainable pace. You can't go for how many yards did he have again? Two, you can't go for 215 yeah. yards every single week. That's just not going to happen. But just saying, he's on a good pace right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's pretty much all for that game. And then the next game we got, Charles, who we got? Patriots and the Eagles. Kind of a surprising game. Uh, Tom Brady's return, he was kind of there. He was like ringing some weird bell for the Patriots. But uh, they come out, and the Eagles look dominant to start. They jump out to an early, like 16 nothing lead or something like that. And everyone's like, oh, yep, yeah, here we go. Eagles going to rout them. But then the Patriots came storming back and came down to the very end. Patriots had the ball. At the 10, with the chance to get a first down, it was fourth and a few. And uh, they get a first down and go take the lead as they were on down by five. And they threw a sideline catch. The guy caught it, but they went to replay. And he didn't get his one foot down, so the uh, Patriots just barely lost. Very, very concerning for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts yeah. did not play well. He fumbled in crunch time towards the end. Um, the Patriots are supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. And they just kept they only lost by 5 points to the team who a lot of people are picking to win the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it's not not a great look whatsoever when you're when the runner up from last year's Super Bowl um and a lot of people's pick to you know do very very well this year only wins by 5 points. Jalen Hurts only had 170 yards uh passing which you know, you're like, okay, well, it didn't have a great day passing. Maybe the rushing day was better. Nope, they rushed for less than 100 yards as a team. So, overall, not a great day for the Eagles. But, you know, all that matters is that you get a tick in the W column. That's really all that matters. So, is it concerning? Sure. If they play a real team, rather the Patriots are a real team, but if they play a better team, right, I'd say that if it was the Cardinals, but if they played a better team, would they have lost? Probably. But, again, it's overreaction Tuesday, guys. Okay? Could just be, like, we, we saw this. Uh, we see the Super Bowl hangover all the time. Um, it's just, get a little Uh You play bad week one, first couple weeks, takes a little bit to get into the rhythm. is what it is. They started off 8-0 last year. They're probably not going to do that again this year. But, I'm not too concerned.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then another game: Rams Seahawks. Another very surprising game. There's a lot of very surprising games. If you can't tell, for sure. Uh, um, the Rams, you know, going into the year, they're another team that people were saying, okay, there's a chance that they go get Caleb Williams. They're going to be terrible. And now Cooper Cup is on IR, and they're like, yeah, uh, who in the world is Cooper, uh, Matthew Stafford going to throw the ball to? It turns out, uh, Kuka Nakupa? No. Like like I don't even know his name. Hold on. Let me get my phone.
0: Yeah. Puka. Nakua. Puka Nakua, yeah. Nobody know no one knows who this guy is. Okay. But let me tell you what. Puka Nakua.
1: Like who in the world is Puka Nakua, bro? He goes out here as a rookie in his first game. I think he's a fifth round pick. Had 15 targets, 11 catches, and like a hundred something yards. Dude balled out against a Seahawks team who's supposed to be super good, and people almost everyone has them in their playoffs. I mean, dude, this Puka guy is like, he could be the second coming of Cooper Cup. I mean, I mean, again, overreaction Monday, but like, this dude was amazing. Like, I know I'm trying to pick him up in every single one of my fantasy leagues. I got to say that quietly because my dad's downstairs yep. and he's in my league. But who gonna cool is looking like a
0: beast. Yeah. If you if you have a high waiver order because this guy was this guy definitely was not drafted <laughs> no. in any. He's only drafted this, if this you're in the 32 man league on waivers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and whoever had him definitely he wasn't starting. So, you know, Rough, but he is definitely sitting on like every waiver wire in fantasy football everywhere. So, if you have a high waiver order, and for some reason, whoever has a higher waiver order than you, you know, maybe doesn't watch football, doesn't keep up with the news, doesn't listen to the K and A football podcast, and they don't know about this guy, you should go claim him. I think everyone went and rushed and just claimed this guy the minute that it happened, just like hoping that he falls to you he won't if you're not like fourth highest in the one order, you're if you're not like yeah. first yeah Four tell me
1: this austin going. did you did you claim him in dynasty i did but i only i have like
0: the sixth
1: in okay order, well i have so the I'm last because i scored like 200 points and i was like okay i might as well not even claim him because i know i'm not getting him so i that, that just confirms that i'm not even gonna put a waste on it i'm not
0: getting him. And that, yep, I, oh, yeah, I put a claimant on it, but I'm like, dude, there's five other people ahead of me who, you know, are around as dedicated to football <laughs> as we are. Like, I, I mean, I'm I not mean, getting him on the off chance that he falls to me. Great, he's not going to though.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure in that league, Preston has like third, and he's a Rams fan. So right there, he's gone. Oh, he's yeah. gone.
0: <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, yeah, gone. But I love saying his name, uh, like Hukanakua, bro. Like what? What
0: a name. Yeah. Um I got a text from Preston today. There was a screen recording of us in the Pickham saying I think it was me in the Pickham saying Seahawks by a million. And then he sent me a screenshot of the score, thirty to thirteen Rams win. He's like, keep doubting us. <laughs> I was like I will. I will continue to doubt you. Um again, overreaction Tuesday. I am not concerned with the Rams no not a I. plethora of games and i'm sorry but they are not winning their division no i, b- I
1: believe this exactly. is more telling i think it's more telling of the seahawks and mm-hmm. that the seahawks yeah, sure. might be taking a step back but again week one overreaction monday tuesday yep. we'll see what happens oh uh, crap hold on i gotta check my phone again because i had to plug it in uh <laughs>
0: I think it's the Cowboys next, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Guys, this was a really rough game. It's a great game if you had, you know, money on the Cowboys. Um not that we endorse gambling at all, but the Cowboys won 40 nothing. 40-0. Absolute, absolute massacre.
1: If you had Cowboys defense in fantasy football, this has just turned into a fantasy football podcast in the last 10 minutes. What the heck? It has.
0: Uh, what? If if had, there's just so many crazy things that happened that impact yeah. fantasy football.
1: If you have Cowboys defense, you won. No defense is scoring you like 40 points a week. That was one of the greatest performances, not just for fantasy football. That was one of the greatest defensive performances I've ever seen. They got a blocked. First of all, the first drive Giants are moving down the field and you're like okay this is going to be a good game the Giants this is the Giants that everyone's been hyping up all offseason they look good they're moving right down the field on this good Cowboys defense they go to kick a field goal it's blocked picked up by the Cowboys guy he I think it was Noah uh I- I- or whatever his name is he ran all the way back for a touchdown and everyone's like oh but like, oh well, that was surprising nice then they then they go throw a pick six a few drives later and then things just spiral. It's sacks. It's sacks. It's sacks. It's fumbles. It's picks. It's touchdowns. Forty to nothing, and it was like, it. I I didn't even know what to say. I mean, it was yeah. It was it was ugly.
0: Yeah, really ugly. Um, obviously, I mean, forty to nothing is just rough, but like you said, it uh, it was a defensive. Affair, the offense for the Cowboys really didn't do anything. The weather was quite bad, um, and the Giants' defense just wasn't as good as the Cowboys' defense. Dak Prescott only had 143 yards, no touchdowns. Tony po- Tony Pollard only had 70 rushing yards. He did have two touchdowns though, so you know, credit where credits due. I guess you know, did the Zeke thing where you're on the zero yard line and you just rush it in. Um, but my younger brother story time my younger brother had tyreek hill has i should say and he also has the cowboys defense so right there he has 80 points between two players it's ridiculous man this is not even fair he just kind of walked away with that one there it's uh kind of incredible so shout out to anyone who has tyreek hill And the Cowboys defense and started them this week. Like, I don't know how you would have not won. I really don't. 80 points between two players is ridiculous. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) so so bad for the Giants. I tuned into this game for, like, four seconds. I got back to campus late. It was, like, 10 o'clock. Turned on the game, and it was already, like, thirty something to nothing and Cooper Rush was coming in and I was like, oh my. I can probably turn this one off. Yeah. So bad. Yep. Well that was the Sunday night game.
1: Now the most anticipated the game Monday of the week. Game. The reason the reason that people like this is the game that everyone's hyped up for. The Jets, who people have been looking forward to watching all season long, all off season. Once they got Aaron Rodgers, they're like, dude this team is going to get stuff they put them on hard knocks everyone watched him even more i mean one of the most hyped up matchups of the year and it's week one Monday Night football bills jets bills are super bowl or bust jets kind of super bowl or bust as well and aaron Rodgers runs out onto the field the place is going nuts he's carrying the american flag because it's 9 11. i mean it was it was amazing and then obviously be
0: the game did not go according to plan. No, um, so unfortunate. So if I remember, I think the did the Bills get the ball to start?
1: Yeah, the Bills did.
0: Yeah, Bills get the ball to start, and you know, in classic Jets defense fashion, because the Jets defense is just very, very good. Dude, um, they're so good. Their their defense is incredible. Like I'm not gonna lie to you guys, like one of the greatest defenses. Like you could say what you want about the Cowboys defense, yeah, they did great, but you know that is also on the Giants offense a little bit. The Jets defense just absolutely shut down the Bills offense throughout the entire game. It was really really incredible to watch. They are so incredibly good, but that's neither here nor there. They get a stop. Bills punt the ball away. You know, Jets ball. Here they come. Out trots. Aaron Rodgers. Um, play one, goes out, um, throws an incompletion, play two, you know, drops back, gets sacked. And then they replay the sack like 50 times. And I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, why are they replaying the sack so much? Let's just move on with the game. And then I see that Aaron Rodgers is being helped off the field. And I was like, what is going on? Why is Aaron Rodgers being helped out the field? Okay. In comes the bad man, Zach Wilson. No one wanted to see this guy again. Okay. <laughs> like, no, like everyone was like, okay, finally, we're rid of Zach Wilson. In comes Zach Wilson. And, you know, it's his job to lead the team now. Okay. As anyone could have guessed, they go three and out. Very unfortunate. Okay. Game progresses. And you see Aaron Rodgers. On the cart now, and you're like, whoa, this was not supposed to happen. He goes in the back. He has a boot on now. He's getting an x ray. Okay, x ray is negative. That's good. And then they rule him out for the game, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're afraid that he tore his, I'm forgetting which tendon it is Achilles. Uh, Achilles? Afraid that he tore his Achilles. I'm like, no way. He played a whopping like three snaps. <laughs> And uh, MRI confirmed today that Aaron Rodgers fully tore his Achilles, and he is out for the season. He played three snaps for the Jets, and he's done for the year.
1: I don't know if there's ever been this devastating of an injury for the NFL as, like, a league. I mean, the Jets were the most hyped-up team going into the year. They had the most hyped-up quarterback. They have, like, this is supposed to be one of the greatest teams to watch most fun teams they have five primetime games this year five and now we have to watch zach wilson on five primetime games um like and then all this hype straight down the drain on national tv week one three plays into the year i I seriously don't know if there's ever been more of a devastating injury ever i mean i think every jets fan is going through it today uh Mm -hmm. I feel so terrible for Jets fans. I mean, they have had horrible teams for my entire life. The Jets have never been good in my life. And this year, they were supposed to clearly be good. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. And they finally got their quarterback. And now, like that, he's gone. And they're right back to their terrible team. Now, the game itself, one of the more fun games for three, for, oh, absolutely! For three quarters of One this game, of it was like, games. okay, obviously the Bills are going to win this game. They got Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson was doing what Zach Wilson does and throwing picks and throwing completions mm-hmm. and running. First of all, what is up with Zach Wilson? He gets the ball and he runs forty yards the other way, I, and then takes a sack. Like it, it was almost every play. It was making me so angry because I was pulling for the Jets, but I was too. And uh, then yeah, Josh next. Allen, you know again we can't overreact the jets have a good defense okay but at some point we're gonna have to say that josh allen isn't the top three quarterback slotted in like we all think he is he threw three pretty bad interceptions and in well, two of them were really at the very bad. two of them were very very bad one of them was an oh was a throw that he probably shouldn't have thrown but like Okay, but they were all to the same dude. The same dude had three interceptions, and, uh, and then he proceeded to fumble at the very end of the game. The Jets come storming back. Garrett Wilson, with one of the greatest catches I've ever seen, you texted me the second he caught that and said, oh, my gosh. And that was my exact reaction. It was crazy uh, the, to tie the game, I believe. And then the Jets go. They Josh Allen fumbles again. Jets kick a field goal because they can't do anything because Zach Wilson's their quarterback. And then the Bills go down, tie the game as time expires by hitting the upright and knocking it in to send it into overtime. The Bills get the ball, and you're like, all right, well, the
0: Bills are probably going to win. And then, obviously, you know, you're like, okay, Bills are going to win. They won the coin toss. Is what it is. You know, didn't expect the Bills to win the coin toss. Goodness, they normally lose on coin toss. But they get this point, and you're like, all right, fine. You know, they're going to do – Josh Allen's going to do what Josh Allen does. He played a terrible game all game, but, you know, he's going to connect with Diggs for, you know, three completions, march down the field, score themselves a touchdown, and that'll be that. Fun while it lasted. Wrong. Turns out the Jets' defense is still them, and – right, Three and now. Actually, yeah, three now. I'm going to say the Jets' defense is him. Like, it doesn't make sense at all, but Jets' <laughs> defense is him. Um, and the Jets, you know, they, the Bills punt the ball and a guy who barely made the team, he barely made the 53-man. Don't I even don't know even his, name. his name. No, I do not name. do I. But he returned the punt for a walk off touchdown. Ends the game. One of the greatest endings I've ever seen. Dude, it was awesome.
1: It was insane. We were watching the game at the church with a group of guys, and we all stand up and just started screaming. I mean, dude, it was the, the emotions Jets fans have going into the game. Emotions never been higher going into the game with Aaron Rodgers. Three minutes into the game, being like, "Holy crap, our season's over. Uh, I i hate football." Yeah, that place was yeah. Dead I mean, silent. I mean, I would hope. Rodgers, I mean, that would be that would be gut wrenching. I don't know how I would feel. And then, uh. And then you're watching Zach Wilson all game, and you're like, "Wow, our season is over." And then seeing this at the end, you start to get hyped. And then you watch that punt return, and like the emotions that whole night. The Jets' season is still now very, very much in jeopardy because Zach Wilson right now is slotted as your quarterback. But with that defense, you are going to be in every single game. You are going to have a chance to win every single game. If Zach Wilson learned anything from Aaron Rodgers over the off season, if he's just a little bit better. They can very easily win a lot of games. Their defense is so, so good. Like They will be in every single game because of that defense. I don't care who you're playing. Their defense is great. They made a lot of calls today trying to acquire veteran quarterbacks. Me and you were texting. There's a lot of guys who they could get that could make them, obviously they're not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but it can make them Solid options over Zach Wilson. They, they talk about Carson Wentz. He's not a good quarterback, but he can win you some games. Uh, I personally am rooting for them to sign Cam Newton. I would love that, and I would I right away. I'd start rooting for the Jets. Obviously, not more than Panthers, but it'd go Panthers, Jets because I would totally root for Cam Newton. But they talked to Cam Newton. They talked to him. They talked to Joe Flacco because he was on their team recently. Um, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard about them trading for Trey Lance. That could be a scenario. Sam Darnold is a backup for the 49ers. They could bring him back to the Jets. There's a lot of options. Or they could stick with Zach Wilson. I don't think that's the smart option. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that situation. Because they have a tough game on Sunday going up against the Cowboys defense. Which is most likely going to be a pretty low-scoring game. Because probably the two best defenses that we saw
0: uh, this week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, very unfortunate. Rodgers got hurt. Um, I won't go into the whole emotional roller coaster it was for me, but let's just say, yeah, that, uh, I had not one but two fantasy leagues that rode on Aaron Rodgers. Doing well. One of them was I had Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback and I had the Jets defense in that league. And then the other one was I only had Garrett Wilson playing. And when Aaron Rodgers went down, I was like, this is it for me. But you know what? Jets defense scored me 21 points and I was able to win one of the leagues, uh, one of the weeks for that league. that was the Dynasty League. Um, and then Garrett Wilson's insane touchdown catch won me the other league. So I was pulling for the Jets the entire night. It was a very emotional roller coaster for me. It was very high at the start. It was very low in the middle, and then it was super, super high again. I was pulling for, you know, not a very long overtime or no overtime at all because I was like, dude, if the Bills get a chance, like, I am so cooked. Um, I was playing Josh Allen in both of those leagues. But wild game. Um, did you see that the that Colin Kaepernick Tried to yeah to i did Jets. see that i it, was gonna mention been... it but
1: i decided against it because it's a yeah give it up
0: he he's not playing he's, he's not playing. just no, trying I to sleep. i
1: wasn't you're even gonna bring you. it up
0: <laughs> no one's signing you you're so bad you're Trash.
1: Same. i'd rather have zach wilson than him all right obviously
0: well, anyway it's a very long recap episode but totally worth it a lot of exciting games a lot of games every team played so um i think we're shooting for you know hopefully getting the pickems episode out by thursday um so look forward to that and um i think that's all we got so we'll catch you guys later and uh happy overreaction tuesday Thanks for watching this episode of KNA football. You can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also active on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube shorts. If you made it this far in the video, thank you. You're a real one.
1: We'll see you next time.